Hey, 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 welcome to the very first juicy episode. We cannot wait to share this episode with you. We'll be talking transitions today. It's going to transition into other stuff, but don't worry. We'll find our way back to transitions. Just buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to the Juicy Podcast. Like we said, we're going to talk about transitions. And she was like, I do not want to take part in this conversation. I want to be yeah, the journalist the right now. We're all in this. Oh, no. Go. I'm, I'm recording, by the way. So, hi, guys. <laughs> we're discussing how. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, what is this, the first official episode? Yeah, first. Um, yes. Of the Juicy Podcast. It's Christina. Yes. It's Elizabeth. It's yes. nice. <laughs> Look at guys, Elizabeth's hookup. Oh, look at that! I'm coming out of my show. Shine. Yes. This is happening in real time, people. We are all watching. We're very excited. The butterfly. She's just emerging. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, so do you want to kick us off then? Yes. So this episode, we're going to talk about transitions. All three of us have gone through some major changes in life recently. So we wanted to talk about it. And we know you all, the readers, or listeners, readers, gotta let it go, let it go. It's okay. We've all gone through a lot over the past year, so we've got a lot to talk about. So let's just hop on in. Yes. Why don't we? Yeah. We're gonna start with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you want to whisper the first question to one of us, and then we'll ask you. Yes. So you have it all in your head. <laughs> Guys, just some, just like just a background there. Elizabeth is a journalist, and she was in charge of putting the She's questions together. She's an award-winning, internationally recognized journalist. Oh yes, by the way. yes. So like, yes. She's not like, it's like writing on her Instagram, not through digital, but she is like out in these streets. Of Since the has world, accolades. IRL. However, comma space. This one thinks that she can be funny and keep playing interviewer, but we. And I'm sure you really want to know who this Elizabeth Montgomery character is, the elusive Aquarius. So we're about to get into it. We're going to unpack that. Yeah. And we're going to all put it out on the table. What do they call What do they say? You're going to send it? Send it where? See. <laughs> Where's it going? This was a group chat. I see my friends were like, send it. And I was like, I don't know what's happening with your send it. And they were like, it's a thing. And then when, and then I saw this guy's Facebook page and he was like, he was like, just send it. And I was like, what's this? What's this what are we sending into where? It just means like, you know, like pull the plug. Oh, rip off the band aid. Yeah, rip off the band aid. Oh. Yes, just send it. So let's, let's send it. Let's send it. <laughs> let's get into this. Okay, so first off, both of you <laughs> and me, myself, I want to know what has been the biggest challenge for you recently? Go ahead and, and start. Okay, so the biggest <laughs> challenge for me recently. Christian is like, I am not letting you off the hook. <laughs> yes. You are going to talk today. You are very good. Today. Sister, you are talking. Tricker, but... <laughs> But, okay, do it. Yeah. Hit okay, it. Okay, we're going in. I quit my job and I didn't have a job. I didn't have a plan B. Woo! Hallelujah. We had to let it go. We had to clip the ends because they were split. Ooh, and, yes. and not growing. Yes. So we had to get make something new. And I quit. And I was just, it was just boiling up. And eventually I was like, I can't do this anymore. It was not in me at all there was no energy to sit at a computer and 
type words onto a blank sheet of paper. I couldn't do it. It was just, I don't even have words to describe it. And that day I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. My friend said, you get vacation, take your PTO. So I took two weeks off and came back, tried to clear my mind and nothing. It was mm. the same. Like those two weeks had not happened. So it was time for me to go. And I'm glad I did. Um, so that's been the biggest challenge for me was making that decision and making it by myself without any, you know, help from like family members or anything. I was just out there by myself. So it yeah, was, it was huge. It was. Crazy. Was it like a gradual thing for you, or was it like super like you just woke up one day and you're like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> <laughs> like, was, how did that happen? It was definitely gradual. There were a lot of those "fuck this shit" moments. Yeah, like, but then you just keep going. Yeah, but eventually it's like, nah, I need to be happy. And when I looked in the mirror, I didn't like who I saw. I didn't like what I was doing, and I had been doing journalism for. I don't even know how many years it was from 2006 do the math i'm, oh, wow. a, I'm a writer i don't do math but <laughs> not that fast but uh it was definitely something that took a minute for me to just finally say no because you know as people of color we need our jobs we feel like we Girl. have to have a job to pay bills. yes let me tell you about this immigrant mentality but okay keep going <laughs> no tell me <laughs> No, it's, it's it's literally the same thing. Like my whole family's in South Africa. I'm the only one out here. So like when I when I lost my job, so I didn't so my previous role before the one where I am right now, um, I was actually let go in February, like February eighth was the day I was let go, and then coronavirus happened in March. Mm. Oof. No, I was the happiest unemployed person ever because for almost two years, one once I started working with the team here in Phoenix. I was super underutilized, super overworked, hella underpaid. And then I moved out here and the culture is different out here, right? So mm -hmm. it was almost as if at every turn I was being reminded that I was the sole black person of color on the management team at every turn. Mm. And then when I started holding people accountable in the office, I became the angry really, black woman. Oh my God. And I'm like, ma'am, your inefficiencies are literally getting in between me and being able to do my job. Yeah, that are you make me angry. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> rightfully so right. right but i i couldn't i couldn't have that energy though right. right because of that stigma i just could i had to kind of take it and be like okay cool let's dance around it i remember towards the end my manager at the time this this is where i was like yeah i i need to wrap this project up and be out um it was maybe like december early january i had taken time off went back to work had a panic attack in the car, mm. had a panic attack in the morning, mm. in the car. I have never cried on my way to work before. Actually, no, I did. And it was the office over here was freaking toxic as shit. But like, I tell my manager this and I pretty much got the, you know, if, if it's too hot in the kitchen then get out. Mm. Yes. And I'm like, one, you guys had me doing a job I did not sign up for. Mm. When I was hired, Preach. it wasn't to be a trainer. It was to be a coaching and development supervisor. I did not get an MBA to be a trainer. No shade to trainers, because I love training. But like, I did not That's put right. in the work that I did prior to me working on this project for me to end up working a role that I am, one, it was supposed to be super temporary. 
right? But mm -hmm. here I am stuck in it because somebody messed up and hired the wrong person. And instead of you guys being appreciative of it, I'm getting flag for holding people accountable to their end of the bargain and just making sure that this operation runs smooth. Are you kidding me? Mm. So yeah, that, that, really... that was, that was in January, mm. February, got let go. The happiest unemployed, unemployed person you've ever, you've ever met in your life. I still went to Mexico for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I was just out here just happy as fuck because that weight was finally off my shoulders. Did I panic at some point? Because again, I am the only one here, of course. But when I tell you that God has an amazing sense of humor, I'll tell you the rest of the story later, but yeah, I'll stop here for now. So yeah, that was, for me, that was the biggest transition that I had to go through where like I, I went from having this stable corporate job, lost it, did not even feel bad about it because I was going to leave anyway. Um, and in that process, I had to learn how to re redefine myself as an individual outside of what I did. Because prior to that, mm. my my whole identity was attached to my career. Mm. Are we the same person? A, a lot a lot of us go through it, you mm. know, like, especially if you love what you do. Right. Yes. If, 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 if you do what you love for a living, it's very much attached to who you are as a person. Right. Mm -hmm. But the problem is then we become loyal to these companies and managers. And really, let's face it, guys, if, if you work for anybody else, you're super replaceable. You're hella indisposable. And 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 the other part about it, too, is depending on the environment that you work in, there are tons of people that have normalized unhappy jobs mm -hmm. simply yeah. because it's a paycheck or they do love what they do but they hate the people they work with right. and for me to be fired it was it, it's almost like for the past for the, for two years prior the universe kept whispering dude leave dude leave mm. and i was like no i love what i do no i yes. love these people that i actually train like the clients are cool i'm friends with them now too like oh my god i love this and then it was like boof yeah. <laughs> you know later like it was like that kick in the butt to like just get out mm -hmm. you know and to to then now sit back and recognize that and just now my whole life i i, I listen to the whispers i no longer ignore the whispers and that that for me has been the biggest thing mm. from that period mm -hmm. Christina, have you listened to the whispers as well throughout your? <laughs> Do you listen to the whispers? Um, I feel like I probably have a different, um, maybe background with corporate America. Yeah. Than you guys do. Um, my mom was real um, fly by the seat of your pants kind of person. And um, I, in turn, have also been like, oh, I don't want to do that. That doesn't work <laughs> for me. I don't like that. I would honestly um, rather be homeless. There's just something in me. And believe me, I look, have always looked to people like you guys, which is most people, and wish that I had that discipline and determination <laughs> regarding... Because I'm a Capricorn. So yeah. Like, I'm very, very finance-based. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that sits in my heart. But like, I also just am not the one. So like, I am not good. And there have been times I probably should have been the one. I should have stuck through something. Yeah. Um. And I, you know, that's stuff that we're that I'm working on. But like, I just, I honestly would rather be homeless than be miserable. I would go to somewhere that makes me miserable every day. I can't, I just can't do it. It. Yeah. It's like not in me. I'd rather die. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not even in a dramatic way. Like I'm okay. No, I respect that. I am okay with like 
whatever needs to happen. But I've put myself in a lot of really weird situations because of that mentality. Yeah. And like being alone, stuck in New York, having some weird stuff happen and fearing my for my life for like um, you know, your basic necessities yeah. is mm-hmm. also not fun and you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um I just and I say that so casually, like I'd rather be homeless, but I probably wouldn't. But I just I just am like, I'll have to figure out something. I'll have to figure out a way. Um, because the voices don't whisper to me. Mm. The voices are like, we got to get out of here right now. <laughs> like, they just don't. It's like, always urgent. It's like, I get physically like sick. Like if something's out of alignment, I just am like, yeah, I can't, I can't breathe right. I can't, I just can't. So mm-hmm. like it's, it doesn't, it becomes like a health issue mm. if I keep doing something that mm-hmm. is out of alignment. Yes. When was the last time something like that happened to you? Where I was at a job that I... Or just in general in life where you had that reaction to something. Get out! And you had to get out and transition to something else. In uh, my personal relationship, my uh, last relationship, which ended not so long ago, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it got got to the point where I, I... I uh, was in love with this person and have been in love with this person and um, there were children involved, not my children, but his children and um, I loved them so much and I loved him so much, but it came to the point where if that was to continue, I would have to hate myself. Mm. And that was, um, yeah, that was the last time that I was like, I, yeah, the screaming happened and I just, the screaming literally and figuratively happens and I had to exit immediately and I'm still picking up those pieces. Yes. <laughs> Would you all... say that's like your most recent, like major transition? Yes. Life-wise? Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Within, like it's still happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm paying, I'm paying a mortgage and rent right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, cool. but the <laughs> cost, the actual cost for me is whatever it takes. I'll do whatever I need to do. Yes. Yeah. To um, not be somewhere where I'm not valued the same way you're talking about. Right. So we're all kind of experienced some of similar situations, albeit very different. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> Ta-da. All right. So we talked a little bit about our challenges. And on the flip side, how have we kind of move past those christina you talked about a little how you're still in the process of that transition d what about you are you still in the process or have you oh girl i have seen the other side of this mountain (laughs) when i tell you (laughs) oh so this was actually the second part of the story um so lost a job in february lived my life unemployed happy as fuck um and then i started nova consulting last year as well and then around August, I was like, this entrepreneurship life, it needs a balance. Like, if I was partnered and my partner had, like, benefits and stuff, that would be amazing. But I don't have a partner, so I need to get benefits and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I made a deal with the universe. I was like, God, listen. Here's the deal. I'm only going to apply for roles that I absolutely want that are going to be in coaching and development. Or I'm going to apply for, like, any random role, but with a company that I absolutely would want to work for. Mm -hmm. Amazon had me my feelings. I was telling somebody this the other day. 
Yo, if I can tell you guys how many rejection letters I got from Amazon, it wasn't even funny. I was starting to doubt if I was even employable. I was because <laughs> Amazon, they take anybody, right? Exactly. Wow. That's what I said. <laughs> that's what, that's wow. what I said. I was like, Y'all, really? Amazon as a part of this podcast? Why? <laughs> Why? Amazon, if you want. Oh my god! <laughs> but my current job does, and they're awesome. And I'm not gonna mention them on here because I don't want to have to deal with people and corporate. Um, but you guys know where I work, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so, and you're happy. I am beyond happy. Like I, I literally work for a company that is so people centric, and I have a team around me that is like super diverse. My my manager is amazing. Um, yeah, like that's, that's what came out of that. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it was that whole, again, the impulse to say, Hey, start looking for a job again. And even when I got those rejection letters from Amazon, <laughs> I kept looking. <laughs> Yo, like that, we what, pull up what you just said though was part because my friend works for them and she was like, go, we hire anybody. And I'm like, it's not me. <laughs> You didn't need to be there. We will pull up to you in space. (laughs) But that's the thing too. Like it's it's like last year was just so many lessons for me in getting to understand how I relate to the universe and vice versa, right? Because those moments of rejection, it wasn't so much rejection as in like, wait, the right spot is coming up for you. Like just hang ten, you know. And like, and I feel like a lot of times as people, when we want something, we want it so bad and we want it right now that we we kind of will will hold on to anything it's I, I keep coming back to this fabulous lyric i know i listen to hip-hop um but in it's a song with him and jada kiss and he's like even when you hungry never move like you're starving and a lot of times when people are hungry they'll move like they're starving and find themselves in fucked up situations they had no business being in the first place had they just waited right and even in your waiting don't wait and not do anything right. wait and still move towards what you want right mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not that that whole law of attraction i'm just gonna sit here and wait no inspired action is a thing so keep taking that inspired action towards what you want and trust me the universe will conspire to give you exactly what you wanted because honey i love my job <laughs> and i have amazing benefits i don't even need a partner who has benefits anymore i am the partner yeah <laughs> i am the partner i'll tell you in, in those two weeks that i took off to kind of reevaluate life i had eight job interviews in those two weeks and you know most of them were virtual so it made it easy mm-hmm. and there were a couple that i did the second interview and then i had a third interview for another one and eventually like you said uh d we need to put in some action yeah i wanted to go it was like i have no other option but to leave this place so i need to schedule eight interviews and get up out of there i'm gonna go somewhere (laughs) i don't know where but i'm going somewhere and i ended up in a really great place and i'm happy where i'm at also it's still a transition because i still feel attached to journalism i it literally saved my life Mm -hmm. um when I was homeless for three years. So I became a journalist as I was homeless. And that was my job. Um, interning for the Atlanta Voice, making $25 a week, but living oh, wow. in my car and going to school at the same time. So it was very ingrained in me that I'm a journalist. This is who I am. Like, what can I do outside of journalism? I don't know. But I found it and I'm happy doing yeah. that. So, yes. let's see. 
<laughs> I will say, even though my transition wasn't uh, career-based, mm -hmm. or I mean, I did have a career-based transition because COVID shut down the salon, um, I don't think I would be having the success that I'm having in my career right now if I was still in my relationship. Mm. It really... Um, my therapist, when I spoke to her about what had happened, she said, you can't serve two gods. Um, mm. And I, the, my transition happened a week after I got my current position. Um, everything, and yeah, if I don't know that I would have stayed away if I wasn't in this situation now. I don't know, you know, it's just full circle, but when you honor yourself, I think that's the whole point is that when you start to honor yourself and you really listen to the voices, whether it's screaming or whispering and honor yourself enough to be in alignment, you get rewarded. Mm -hmm. You do. You do. It's like it's it's being in alignment is that sweet spot where literally you start being the point of attraction for everything you want. Yeah. Um, and it's it's tricky because. I think a lot of us would want to be in that state all the time, but I almost feel like life is designed to have you experience being in alignment and not in alignment, just so you can have an idea of the Absolutely. other. Absolutely. You know, like the ebbs and flows of life are there for a reason. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, I'm grateful for the mess when the mess happens, but I'm also I'm also super grateful for those blessings when they show up. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. The you take the rain and the rainbows. Facts. Mm -hmm. Facts. Was there a point where kind of outside forces were telling you, I guess for me, a lot of people were like, don't quit, don't quit. You need at least three months saved up before you quit. And I only had two months saved up and I, I quit. But was it any kind of outside people around you trying to, you know, influence what your decisions were? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. My inner critic, when I, when I first thought, I mean, I had been thinking about leaving my job for at least two years before they let me go. Like, let's just keep it a hundred, right? But my, my inner warrior and critic would always be like, but you've invested so much time here. You know, you've built all these relationships here. Like, are you gonna be able to do this again somewhere else? Like, right. realize what you're walking away from. Um, there's so much room for growth here. But my my leadership team changed, the, the whole dynamics of that environment changed, but I was still like hanging in there because I'm like, if I leave, I'm gonna pay my bills. Like, oh my God, da da da, -da. So you, you have all these voices, like even in your head, and then when I talk to friends about it, it would be like, yeah, find a job first before you go. Like, you know, like at least get another, secure another job before you leave. And then I was working a job where I traveled 80% of the year. When am I gonna get time to interview? Like, yeah. I got time. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like COVID times when you could interview online. They wanted you to come in for the interview. And I'm like, um, sorry, I'm gonna be, I don't know, Baltimore next week. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, I think that just comes with it. It just comes with it. But um, you guys were smart enough to listen to the voice and just kind of exit. I was stubborn and I held in and it just kind of blew up in my face. And I, I literally went through an emotional breakdown, you know, working that job. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even feel like myself. Like I, I yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Christina, did you have any outside forces, you know, people trying to, tell you what to do in that situation so people are always trying to tell me what to do because <laughs> i uh present as fairly lost because i'm not traditional i just have 
always, I'll get some idea about something and then I just figure out how to make it happen. It doesn't have to make sense. Uh, I don't have discussions with people because I probably wouldn't have done half the things, over half the things in my life mm -hmm. have not been good ideas. Like, <laughs> they just, I mean, down on paper, down on paper, like, like, you know what? I know I have $200, but I just got a job offer at this dream salon in New York. I'm going to figure that out. If you have a full on discussion with multiple people about that, if they love you, they will handcuff you to your bed. So you can't leave. Mm -hmm. Like you should not be in New York. When I was in New York, I struggled so much. I probably shouldn't have been there. But I also found out a lot about myself and like that's for me that's why I'm here. Like every I don't really discuss a lot of my plans all the time with people because um yeah, there I don't think that they're that good of plans. And I also know that I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do regardless. Yeah. Like there's no um if anything, like I'm a brat and it might fuel me to do it more uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh you don't think that's a good idea why don't i do a worse idea <laughs> like which is terrible but it is what it is so like yeah i just don't i don't have a lot of discussions and like also like i've told people like in my relationship people didn't know what it what was really going on for a long time and i said like i knew i was going to stay or go how i was going to stay or go nothing else no outside force was going to make that happen including him yeah and I um I don't think it's fair to draw people into that situation or any situation where like yeah you're not gonna listen to them anyways mm -hmm. you don't you don't waste people's time so yeah I just don't really discuss but yeah I'm sure if I had asked I would have saved myself a lot of grief but I wouldn't have anyways because I just don't listen mm. <laughs> and how did you stay like how did you stay afloat you said you went to New York with $200? I got a job and I had help. Mm. Like, yeah. And making those connections to people is kind of like your strong point? Yes. That? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I do connect well. I connect other people to other people well. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. um, <laughs> I, that's why we're here. <laughs> that is true. You actually brought us together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I do. I've been like that my whole life. Like, oh, I have this friend or I know this person. I've even set up like people that I've been with, with friends. And people are like, that's weird. And I'm like, you try before you buy. Like, just because the shoe doesn't fit me doesn't mean that it's not going to fit somebody else. And you literally sent me someone. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, should I talk to him? And I didn't say anything because you were like, oh, yeah, we used to date. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess he's off the table. But I was like, is he? <laughs> yeah, always. I mean, like, no one belongs to me. And, like, yeah, I mean, like, my ex, I don't know that I'd want any of my friends to be with them. But, um, yeah, if, like, they wanted to, I would, I would not be like, you don't come here, my man. Like, no, I don't care. Like, just because she didn't fit though. for me. That's still kind that's of weird. weird. <laughs> well, I'm like, not, I don't know. I do a I lot of weird know. things. I'm very weird in a lot of ways. Well, yeah. weird maybe is like the wrong word to use. I I just feel like there are too many men out there for me to date anyone that has dated someone, especially in my close circle. Like, outside of my close circle, knock yourself out. I don't care. But like yeah. my close circle of friends, like if you've been in my house and I've cooked you food and we've cried together, please don't date my ex. That's kind of weird. Well, yeah. <laughs> not that deep, but, you know, there's, what sweetie and janae Iko, they have a song and i think janae says 
you know, I hit it, then I pass them over to Sweetie if she hits no. her like <laughs> No, she absolutely I, I not. That's kind of gross. So why waste, why waste my friend's time? But if no, but if no. Oh, and even that ne no. Netflix show, like love sets or whatever, they were two best friends and they swap partners. They were like, you know, that's yours. You could try it. You should try that. He's got a long dick. You gotta try that. I've oh, literally wow. done. I've been. I've wow. my friends. I'm like, yo, he's so hot, and he is amazing in all the right ways. Um, you should see what happens. Like, go for it. I just, I, I see your face. I'm sure. It, I'm sure <laughs> I'm gonna get like people like yelling at me about this. On this. No, okay. I mean, but because that's how most people feel. I just don't. I just don't, I don't belong to anyone. No one belongs to me. And um, I don't know, like, if you've already done something and it worked or didn't work, and you know, like, it isn't like a personal thing, then like, if I think this person's amazing, and I think you're amazing, and I'm not going to be in the equation anymore, then like, why not share that? Mm -hmm. Oh, they can just mm -hmm. be amazing with other people. Yeah, they can. But <laughs> like, not each other. Yeah, I've already. Because now what happens? Like they start going steady, and like there's like a couples cookout. That's so cute. Going and and... steady. <laughs> yeah, they go steady. They go to <laughs> 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 Matching <laughs> shirts. Um. So what happens? Like if it's like a, a couples thing, and now you show up with your new boo, so your to... friend shows up with your old boo. Like what? So to be fair, I feel like you've been around me in such settings. I'm always fucking awkward. <laughs> So like that's not different and like think like i really don't like if that happens and it's like this if i'm with somebody if somebody's my partner now mm -hmm. they will already know about that i'm not like a setter up or yeah. i'm not going to put somebody in a situation i would not want to be in yeah and they would be a partner that would be open to who i am and that's not like a secret mm -hmm. i i don't conceal anything so like they already know mm -hmm. that what where my mind frame is mm -hmm. like so if I said, if I, if we see them, they're already like, oh, that's her ex. That's her bestie. Like whatever. Like, I wish I had better exes for my friends. Oh my God. <laughs> We're actually like nine seconds. No, seven, six. Yeah. It's, it's going to stop recording in okay. two seconds now and we're done. So I know we got cut off really abruptly over there for a second. However, we do wrap up this part of our discussion at the very beginning of part two of episode one, which is live right now. So you can actually go over to the main page and listen to it. We do transition back to transitions. Oh my God. How many times am I going to say transitions, right? Eek! Anyhow, we go back to transitions and we actually share some pretty thoughtful stuff at the end. Um, again, super happy to have you here. Now, hop over to part two. Bye.